All right. What's up, everybody? Let me just adjust this. Hang on. All right. What's up, everybody? My name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments. I'm coming to you live Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let's see. Let me just, uh, damn, I didn't do my job right. And I didn't get, damn, I didn't get the, <laughs> I didn't get the link to send over to Instagram. My fault. Damn it. All right, well, we'll learn that one from the books. Kind of messed up. I was supposed to go on Facebook, grab the link, <laughs> and then put it into the comments on Instagram for uh, the Wounded Warriors charity, but we'll fix that later. All right, so we got the Wounded Warriors charity. I went and 10x that bitch, and I, now we're at $10,000 that we're going to try to hit. So I went from 1000 to $10,000. Uh, let's do it. I messed up on Instagram already and didn't put the, what's up mom? I, I didn't, I didn't put the link in Instagram yet. Um, messed up on that one, but whatever. So when are the warriors, let's hit that $10,000 mark. I'm going to be uh blasting everyone on Facebook and, uh, maybe eventually on Instagram and other social medias. I, Facebook's just really easy. I just hit share Instagram. I got to go through a whole bunch of crap, uh, to do it. And, um, Trying to focus on stats. So right now, let's see. Um, right now, uh, I'm trying to do that $10,000 fundraiser for Wounded Warriors charity. Uh, here's little, here's little baby B. Little baby B wanted to say hi. Hi Nina. Little baby B wanted to say hi. <laughs> it's bothering me. But anyways, all right. So we're gonna try that $10,000 mark. And you'll win this dog. <laughs> you win baby B. All right, B. Go do your little thing. All right, so we're going to have that $10,000 mark. Uh, the link's in Facebook. If you're on Instagram, dive over, uh, dive over to my Facebook page and help me out. Um, all right, so let's see. Uh, all right, so we're going to talk about attitude and... Basically, when you're in a bad mood, how to change your bad mood into a good mood. And uh, don't mind my hair. It's been really windy over here in Coral Springs. It's been really windy today. So I, I went and got some gas and then uh, came home to live stream. And then right after this, I'm going to do uh, some stats because uh, I got a test on Wednesday. So today and then tomorrow, it's going to be completely stats all day. And then... Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna try to make this one a quick video for everyone. But all right, so we're gonna be talking about attitude, and then from your, uh, you know, if you have a bad mood and like you're in this bad kind of like uh, bad mood or attitude type vibe, uh, how to change it or what I do to kind of change it to go from really bad and negative to very positive and like a different, um, a different kind of like mood uh, where I'm uplifted. So we'll start out with talking about uh, how I guess how important attitude really is. So attitude, no matter what you're doing, attitude is is one of the biggest, um, one of the, the the best aspects or best mindset uh, is your attitude that you want to go into something. So if you were taking a really hard class, like let's say like I'm taking stats right now and and uh, it's, it's, it's beating the hell out of me right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's, 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 uh, it's causing me like yesterday was a real struggle with the homework. 
Um, I used my last attempt um, for some, you know, for like my homework tonight. Everything has to be perfect. And we're, I think we're only about half, it's really halfway because Wednesday would be the second test. It's only four tests in this class. So we're about halfway through this fall term. Now, attitude is everything. So let's say I'm going into the stats, the stats uh, class, and I'm telling myself already I'm having a bad attitude. I'm like, I'm not going to do the homework because I'm not going to do this. Uh, this sucks. You know, that's going to cause me not to do well in stats. You're going you're gonna to want to flip that, and you're going to want to go into everything that you do with a positive attitude and an uplifting attitude, meaning, um, you know, you're going to take on new responsibility at your job. Don't look at it as like, oh, I got to do this responsibility. Look at it as like, it's a new opportunity. It's fresh. You're going to kill it. You're going to go in there and you're going to be the best at, at what you can possibly do. And that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Uh, I struggle with it time to time with the attitude. Um, actually, the funny thing is I don't really actually, I don't really think I, I consider myself really struggling with attitude. It's more of the next thing that we're going to talk about, which is like the mood where like you got a great attitude, you're going in. And all of a sudden you hit this like low, this like low altitude level of like you're losing the momentum and now you're going into like a negative uh, or a bad, a bad mood, like a bad mood swing. And now you're kind of like stuck and how am I going to get out of that? Um, that's the next thing we'll talk about. But attitude, you have to have a positive attitude in everything you're trying to do whether it's something new, whether it's something that uh, you want to accomplish later on and that you're starting to work on now and it's, and maybe it's a mat, which you should have massive goals. And it's this massive goal that's going to take you a long time. Your attitude is everything going into it. That's something that um, I, I think everyone could agree on. It's your attitude, whether you've taken the college class and you hated it and uh, you pushed through it and, and survived the class it was most likely your attitude saved you um, from, you know, from failing that class and passing it. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, I'm, same with stats. Like I went into stats and like it was my second time taking stats and I could have easily been like, oh, I hate this class. I don't want to do this. Uh, you know, screw stats, right? That's what I could be telling myself. But I went in there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do everything in my, in my capability of passing this class. I'm either going to, I'm either going to pass this class or I'm going to walk away going to the hospital because I'm not retaking this class again. I'm passing it this time. Right? So, um, my attitude when I started stats was I'm going to do everything I possibly can. And for the next month, maybe I think it's like two and a half months, I'm going to love stats. Like whatever I have to do, I'm going to be doing stats every single day, which, uh, you know, I've, I've slacked a little bit on, but like I've been keeping up with the homeworks as best I possibly can. Um, I've had, I've had little band-aids. What's up, Gregory? I've had little band-aids here and there of like, you know, you know, messing it up kind of thing, but I've always gotten back on my feet and it's the attitude of that. I'm going to pass this class and do whatever that's going to take me to, you know, take me to passing the class and, um, you know, not, not giving up on it. Uh, same with work, like worth or work ethics kind of thing. Um, every single thing I do in, at my job, I go in 110%. I don't, I don't never tell myself I'm going in 90, 80, 70% or lower. I'm always at, the mindset of whatever I'm, whatever opportunity I'm given at work, I'm going in 110%. 
and I'm going to succeed the limitations of what other people are, are setting for me. And, and that has, that's actually given me um, a lot of credibility in, in like the work I've done because obviously I'm working with people that probably have bachelors and masters and I don't have, um, I don't even technically have a degree right now. Uh, you know, the last two classes I have, which I'm, I'm about done with is stats and then accounting and I'll have a two-year degree. I won't even have a four or, a, you know, a bachelor's or a master's. It, I'm just going to have like a regular like basic AA and then I'm going to stop. So it's really going to carry me is not the degree. It's really going to be like my attitude, right? Because I'm probably going to be competing with people that already have masters and bachelors and, and these high ass degrees uh, that, you know, pro probably think, you know, they're way more qualified because they have this degree and, you know, your attitude is what sets everything up. Um, attitude is probably what's, you know, I stopped obviously BMXing, but for a while I, I BMXed, I think for about maybe, maybe a year and a half to two years. And I, I learned these tricks that my friends were trying to learn and, and they couldn't learn it. And the reason I ended up learning because my attitude, I'd go out there and practice all the time. I'd be like, I'm going to get this eventually. Like if I just keep practicing, keep doing this, um, you know, a lot of people skate. And if, you know, they have the proper attitude of when they're going in and they're going to learn these tricks. They're not telling themselves like, oh, I'm never going to learn this. They're telling themselves eventually I'll get to that point of learning it. But right now I have to, t you know, I have to put in the, the two cents and I have to practice and eventually I'm going to get there. Eventually I'm going to get this trick and I'm going to put it in my trick book and then I'm gonna move on to the next trick. And then, you know, I have this trick learned. I already know I, I learned this. But it's the attitude of the skater that the skaters are not telling themselves like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to learn this. They're telling themselves like, I will learn this. Eventually I'll get there and I'll be even more progressive on, uh, on my skating, right? So you got to have, you have to have a good attitude with no matter what you're doing, uh, everyday life obstacles, um, you know, like keeping up with your car maybe. Go, uh, if you're trying to get a degree in college, you got to keep up and, and have that positive attitude throughout college. You have to have a positive attitude, especially in work, because if you're going to lose that altitude of uh, positive attitude, you know, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. You're going to, you're just going to, you're going to give up halfway through or, you know, how long you stay there. Um, you probably won't even stay there that long because you're, you're going to give up. Um, so that's, you know, that's positive attitude is definitely one thing that's, something everyone has to kind of get is you have to have a positive attitude throughout everything. Um, let me see, talk about, all right. So now we're going to talk about negative change. Like, let's say, you know, you're doing fine. This happened to me today. Actually, that's why I kind of wanted to talk about it, but you're doing really good. You have the positive attitude and you're applying it. And all of a sudden, like halfway through, you start losing the altitude and you start getting this like negative, uh, like negative kind of, negative thing of like, ah, oh, like, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Or, uh, you're, you're losing the momentum and you you feel like you're having a really crappy day all of a sudden. Um, the best way that I could probably say what that helps me is as soon as I'm hitting those low pockets, I automatically go onto like a YouTube video. All right. And I, and I go back to, to doing like the motivational videos. So like, uh, today what happened was I was going through my day, I'm doing a report for, uh, Broward College, uh, you know, social media analytics reports. They're organic, not the paid. And what was happening was I was going through this, this stuff, and I, and I already kind of woke up in a really terrible kind of, like, mood and stuff. So I'm trying to go to work. 
I'm working on this report, you know, typing away and I'm looking at all the data and all the numbers and I, and I, and I start feeling my, my, uh, like my mood go down, like, I, like I'm losing altitude. And so I was like, all right, like I gotta, I gotta do something because the people around me are not going to boost me up. Like no one around me is going to pick, you know, pick my ass back up into gear. So I need to, I need to figure out something to do. So the first thing I thought of was going on to YouTube and just listening to uh, a motivational speaker that would like kind of like kick me in the ass and then boost me forward. And so I was listening to Grant Cardone and, and he was talking a lot about uh, what do you call it? Um, I listened to like a Grant Cardone motivational talk and he was talking about dominating your space. Not, you know, competition really isn't healthy. You want to dominate. You don't want to compete. Uh, so kind of like, and it's pretty, it was a pretty aggressive like pep talk. So like it really did boost me to another level and I ended up like getting back in my zone and I sort of like, you know, I knocked out the report before I had to go to stats class or whatever. But the, the point that I'm trying to make is you got to make it your goal or your mission that once you start losing altitude, once you start, um, once you start kind of like losing, losing like that positive mindset or even like the positive mood that, you know, once people are telling you all this negative stuff and they're, and they're trying to bring you down, um, you know, you know, eventually, even if someone's coming up to you and you're like telling you all this negative stuff, eventually you're going to, you're going to hit, you're going to fall. You're not going to be up here. You're going to start falling down to the bottom. So you're going to have to find ways to pick, pick yourself back up. The best one that I use is the motivational, um, like I'll put like, I'll actually put a couple of them up here. Maybe, uh, I don't know if I'll do it today or tomorrow just cause like I got to download a video and then put it through Facebook. Um, so that way it auto plays. You don't have to, you don't have to press the link or anything, but I'll definitely do the one with, uh, the Dwayne, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Um, that one's one of the best ones I've heard. I'll put a Grant Cardone one up where it's talking about dominating and all that stuff and like how people make excuses. Um, and I'll just look for other ones. There's a bunch of them out there. Uh, I put one recently up, I think on Saturday, but the, um, the crazy part with all this stuff is you want, um, you want basically like you want to give yourself something to do that's going to boost you up or some method of basically boosting you back into, um, this positive attitude almost because like, I, I kind of feel like the attitude and then, um, the mood thing is, is the same thing. You, you want the positive attitude to go in and then you also want, um, you also want something that's going to help you get back on that track of, uh, the positive attitude. So like I said, I, I use the motivational videos as like a key, so I guess probably hearing the, um, I turn off, well, I, I guess we can turn this off. Um, if you hear that, the ding, it's because it's, uh, my computer, it, it's linked to the messenger or the iMessage. Uh, but anyways, so I use the motivational videos. Now there's other techniques that you could probably use, which is, um, you know, if you're feeling down, I mean, if you're at work, there's really nothing more you can really do. Uh, but if you're in the car and you're having these like crazy things, you can, you can do like audio books. Like I, I probably, like if I was in my car and I was having a low point, I, I would use like the Grant Cardone books, like 10 X rule or like, um, I probably honestly would use the, the, um, what do you call it? What's that book called? Uh, be at, uh, 
damn, I can't think of the book. Be oh, be obsessed or be average. Now that one's kind of talking more about like going against the crowd and stuff like that, and like boosting. It, it does help you boost your self esteem. That's the book that I'm gonna figure out. You know when to get, and then I'm gonna raffle that off. I'm gonna figure all that stuff out. Just right now, it's stats. Stats is my main priority. So a lot of this stuff's been slacking, and I apologize for that. I just can't. I can't do 110% of my my efforts on this stuff until I get through these, you know, the stats class because I got to pass this class. Like, I got to get through college and I got to, you know, and then I'm just going to figure out, you know, something else because college is definitely not the way to go. I I know this hands down. Like, I I just – I know I'm wasting a lot of time at college. So I I need to figure out how to – you know, I got to put all my efforts into stats. And I got one more class, the accounting one. Already registered for that class, so I just got past stats right now. Taking my second test Tuesday, no, Wednesday. And then I got two more classes, so it's probably like another like month that I got to go through, uh, maybe like a month and a half, basically, of going through classes. I think it's like a, another month, really. It's November, I think, is when it ends, like halfway through November. Yeah, so it's probably a month and a half, roughly. But... So that's, that's really what I got to do right now. And then I can give my 110% once I get through all this college stuff. Accounting might not, not be as bad. I mean, I definitely probably have to study just as much. But stats is more – I, I kind of feel like accounting sometimes is a little bit of common sense mixed in there. And account, or I mean, uh, stats is, is just it's torture. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's terrible. What's up, Eric? Uh, so the point – so the point of the matter is uh, you got to find ways, basically, methods to get through it. Now, I use the car as a great place. I use – um. Uh, by the way, Eric, I'm going to give you a call after this video if you're still on here. Uh, I'm assuming you're home since you're watching this. <laughs> so I got you. But uh, so you got to find methods uh, of doing things. So I use the car as a great method of boosting myself. I listen to, like, the audio books. Um, Maybe you can use music. I've used music a couple times to to lift my mood. Uh, Mac Miller is is a good one that I use just because like his, his new album that he released uh, before he passed away um, is like really uplifting and like you know it it does uplift me a little bit like some of his stuff. So I use him sometimes. Uh, majority of the time I listen to the 10x rule or something or like something with Grant Cardone only for the fact that it's gonna get me geared into like that motivated drive for like business and stuff like that. But um, you can do that. You can listen to motivational videos on YouTube. If you have a computer or the internet around you, you can, um, you know, you can go to the gym too. But the thing with the gym is, which you should be going to the gym by the way, but the thing with the gym is you have to wait for like the end of the day or, or you could try actually, now that I thought about it, you could try going in the beginning. Like a lot of these successful entrepreneurs they wake up really early um, and then they go to the gym. Like that's what they do. They start their day. They go to the gym. But um, so that's another way to do it too. You can start by working out and you'll feel good about yourself. Um, i trying to think what else. It's really all I have right now. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other ways that maybe you guys can think that I'm not hitting, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect. So I don't, I don't know all the reasons uh, or methods to get you onto that next track, but I'm sure there's a lot of ways you could do it. Maybe eat better. I kind of felt like maybe I overate today too, which kind of didn't really play well and all that stuff. But um, there's a couple of things today that happened where it kind of pushed me into a bad mood. But um, the the thing is you, you want to find methods to basically, once you're hitting that low point, to get you back up to that high point. 
Um, let me see. The other thing too, real quick, before I, I do like the whole done deal investment stuff at the end and then probably end it, because I gotta, I gotta do a lot of stats right now, but study for this test. But right now I'm trying to meet new people. So that's a, that's a big goal that I have right now is I'm trying to meet a new person at least once a week. I'm doing, I'm trying to meet with Jeffrey. Jeffrey reached out to me, I think two live streams ago. And I'm going to try to meet up with him this week. I'm going to put it on the calendar to like what that's right behind me. You can see it. Uh, so I'm trying to put in a new person every single week. So this week I'm going to try to do meet with Jeffrey. If you're like, if you're an investor of any sorts, you're into real estate, um, you know, you're a real estate agent, maybe you're just someone that has a business um, or maybe you're just someone that, you know, doesn't have a business and, and not, maybe you're not in real estate and you want to meet up and like, I'll get a coffee with you. Um, you just want to maybe meet someone that, you, you know, someone that's outside your comfort zone, just like me. Like I'm just trying to meet a lot of people, whether it's just a new face that I got to go and talk to. Uh, whether it's business, which would be nice. Maybe you have a company where I can partner up with you and we can do, uh, you know, good work together. Maybe you're a real estate agent. Um, maybe you're into real estate. Maybe you're an investor that wants to be added to the buyer's list. You know, whatever, whatever the case is, you know, I, I would love to meet with new people every single week. So just reach out to me in the comments here. Uh, what's up, Sabrina? reach out to me in the comments uh, and I'll, I'll direct message you and we'll set up a, a time on my schedule on the board behind me. We'll set up a time, a date. I'll go by your, I'll go by your schedule too, which will make it even more convenient for you. I'll go by your schedule and we'll link up, maybe get a coffee or something, uh, whatever you want to do. And, and we'll just talk about, you know, whatever you want to talk about money, business, uh, you know, maybe you want to get to know me more or something. You know, I'm just trying to get more into like out of my comfort zone of meeting with new people and so just reach out to me and, and we'll set something up on the schedule. Um, all right. So that's that. All right. We'll talk about done deal investments and then uh, that'll be it. Cause like I got to go and study. So this one will be really short. I'm going to try to make this maybe like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. I think all the other ones have been like an hour, but all right. So done deal investments. Uh, so my name is Tyler Dunn. Uh, I actually own the company done deal investments. So I'm the founder. Uh, what that business is, is I'm a wholesale real estate. Uh, person. So basically what that is, is I'm going and looking for people in financial situations where they can't sell their house on the market um, fast. They, they might need to get out of their house fast or um, they can't go through a real estate agent because they're not going to get top dollar for the house. Most of the time you're dealing with people that may um, have maintenance issues. They have liens on their properties, uh, maybe a job transfer where they have to get out really fast and they can't, they can't wait three weeks to a month. Um, the other thing is like, maybe you're going through like a uh, messy divorce and you get the house, but obviously you might not want to live there. You've been with that person. What's up, Eli? You've been with that person for a long time and all of a sudden, uh, you got a divorce and now you have to, you want to get out of the house really fast. So I, I can definitely help with all that stuff. Uh, the, so basically how this works is I'm going to go and, and go through the three steps uh, we're going to go through these three steps. It's going to be, the first one's going to be, we're just going to, you're going to reach out to me in some way, uh, either while, you know, it could be phone, email, uh, direct messenger on like Facebook. So like the, I think it's iMessenger on here or, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. And then I'm going to ask you some basic questions on your house. 
from there, what's going to happen is then we're going to set up a, a date to meet at your house or your property. And then I'm going to take about five pictures inside, five out, so 10 total. And we're going to, you know, talk about this, the issues of your house. So if you have mold, you know, you got to repair your roof. Um, we're going to, you know, that's why I'm really going there to meet you and, and get some pictures of the house to put into a brochure to give to like other investors. So basically what's going to happen from there is that I'm going to go home, do some research on the house. We're going to do, uh, you know, we're going to do comps of your neighborhoods. So we're going to go and look for three uh, similar properties that are about the same square foot, all that stuff, you know, three, three houses that are similar to yours. And we're going to come up with an average price. Now from the average price, what we're going to do is, uh, you know, come up with how much your property is worth minus the damages and all the stuff that's going on in your house. And we're going to come up and we're going to negotiate on a price from there. Once we agree on the price and, and, you know, the terms of what you need and uh, you know, like whether you have to be in there for another two weeks, three weeks, you know, whatever you have to do in order for us to get the deal in, in motion, then we're going to, we're going to sign a contract. Now from the contract, I'm going to then reach out to my buyers. I'm going to have a couple buyers that, um, you know, I'm going to look for someone that's a buyer that's going to want to buy your house or your property. And then from there, he's going to sign the contract with us and he's going to take ownership of the contract. So what's going to happen is we're going to get you out of your, uh, you know, the, the situation that you're in with your house. And then I'm going to give you the cash for it that we agreed upon. Then the investor is going to take over on the property and he's going to pay me, uh, you know, reimburse me and then give me a finder's fee on top of that. So everyone wins out of this deal. You're going to get out of your financial situation where, you know, it might, might ruin your credit. Not, not the process I'm talking about. Talking about like, you're going to get out of that financial situation where let's say it's a lien and the lien's driving you down to like not, you know, you can't afford the house anymore because the lien's killing you and liens are really dirty. Liens, basically what they are is uh, the city most likely will put a lien on your property. Let's say you have really bad overgrown grass or um, your house just looks, you know, look, it doesn't, it doesn't fit the criteria of that city and they're trying to cite you for it and they put a lien on your house. Now that lien can accumulate money over every single day. So every single day that you don't pay them and fix the issue that they want, the lien's going to keep accumulating money, right? So what happens is you probably got that lien because you couldn't afford something at that time. So this lien's accumulating money over time, and you probably don't have that money either because you got the lien in the first place because you didn't have the money to keep up with the property. So now you're stuck, and the city, it, the city might not work with you. So now what's going to happen is it's going to slowly make you, you know, Put, you put you in a position where you can't get out of it and you don't have the money to get out of it. So you're kind of stuck and that's going to hurt you, um, you know, probably your credit wise. It's going to hurt you financially. It's going to put you in this, this really like a boxed type situation. Well, what's going to, what I can do is we can get you out by just giving you the cash to pay the, you know, pay the lien off. We'll give you the cash, take some of that money to pay the lien, Right. And then you walk away and it won't hurt you like financially, like credit wise or, you know, and you can just walk away with the cash and then the investor will come and, and flip the house and get it back on the market 
um, probably through like a real estate agent. He'll, he'll probably put the money in through contractors and stuff like that, then go through a real estate agent and sell it uh, for his profit of the share, right? And then he'll, you know, he'll obviously pay me a finder's fee for, you know, putting the deal together and all that stuff and get, and giving him the deal to make the money off of. Now, um, what was I going to say? So there, there's plenty of situations where I can definitely help homeowners that are going into like pre foreclosures. Pre foreclosures is definitely going to probably be a big one where I'm going to help a lot of people in the pre foreclosure area and probably the liens. Uh, job transfers and the divorces and like all that stuff. I'm, I'm going to say like, maybe I'll get one once in a while, but I'm, I'm pretty sure the m most people that I'm going to help are probably like the pre foreclosures and, and the liens and all that. People that are in like the real financial burden that, uh, they don't have like, they don't really have time. They don't have a lot of time. They're just trying to get out. Um, so that, that's really what this business is uh, designed for is to help people that are in financial situations where I can physically get them out and then help, you know, help, help the um, community basically by, you know, fixing up that house and then getting it back on the market and putting uh, someone in there that might be able to keep the house afloat and, and, and be satisfied too. So if you really think about it, we're helping a lot of people. You're helping like three people basically. And it could even be more to be honest with you. Cause like, that's not even considered like a realtor, like a realtor is going to make commission on the house if, if they sell it. But, um, so like you're helping a lot of people in this process. A lot of people are, are benefiting out of this process, which is very nice. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, now, uh, what else do I want to say real quick? Uh, the cool part too is if let's say you're the person that's trying to sell the house, Let's say I'm trying to help you get out of your financial situation, right? We're trying to help you get out of your financial situation. You're not paying me. I'm not making commission off you like a real estate agent where you go to sell the house and you walk away and they take a percentage out of your pocket, right? I'm just making money off of the investor and I'm giving you the cash. So you're walking with the cash and you're not paying me. The investor that that's going to be on the, the contract with us, the, um, you know, it's going to take ownership of the house and flip it is going to pay me. So that's the cool part is like the person that has the cash will pay me and you don't have to worry about paying me. Um, you just have to worry about, you know, negotiating with me and putting the deal, you know, helping me put the deal together in the sense of, um, you know, the terms and all that stuff that's going to help you out. So that's all, that's all you have to do. It's, it's, it, and I take care of everything. So, you know, that's the cool part is like, I'm doing all the legwork. You're just kind of like putting the terms and stuff together, but that's, that's the, that's the interesting part of the whole entire deal. But, um, what else? Uh, I haven't really done a lot of updates on that. I ordered, which is really cool, which most people would actually find really cool. I ordered this piece online. I was looking at some marketing, you know, I got, I put some of my money through my budget into uh, my business account, which I'm probably going to go to, well, I'm going to switch my account to Wells Fargo, but that's a whole nother story. But I was looking at license plates. Now license plates are really expensive unless you buy them in bulk uh, not license plates, the license plates covers. Let me, let me uh, explain that into detail. Cause people are going to be like, how the hell is he ordering these custom license plates? But no, they're, they're the covers that go on the license plate. So I figured I have bumper stickers that I've been using on some of, uh, some of the, my family members' cars and myself. What I realized, my, my biggest problem was I was driving behind my girlfriend one night, 
And I realized because it's black and it's green lettering, you can't see the bumper sticker at night. Like, like it's really hard to see at nighttime. Um, unless you're like up, you know, you're at a stoplight or something and your lights are on and, and you see it. But even then it's still a little hard to see. So what I, what I looked up was, you know, I kind of noticed when I was driving home one day from work, I noticed that some of these, you know, even, even your dealership does this where they print out the custom license plate, um, covers. And when you go to, let's say, I don't know, uh, Ford Sawgrass, let's just say, right? Ford Sawgrass. They put their own custom thing on there on the plate. So when you're driving around, people know that that's where you got your car from and you're kind of promoting the dealership at the same time, which you might not even really realize because, you know, who really goes behind their license plate unless they need to. So you're kind of doing free marketing for them in a sense, right? Now for them, it's like a dollar something and they probably buy theirs in massive bulk. So like, they're getting it probably at like $2 a, a custom uh, plate uh, cover, right? But that's what, I, that's what I learned. You got to buy them in bulk. They're really expensive if you don't. It's like 20, 30 bucks of just like that, right? So, and I kind of told myself, you know, I don't, what am I going to do with 500 of these things? I don't, you know, I don't need 500 of these uh, covers. I just need maybe like four, one, you know, one for each of my family members that's helping me out. And um, so I started thinking about it. And I'm like, all right, I went online and I ran into like these LED type uh, covers where they'll, they'll light up at night. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, wow, it kind of like intrigued me a little bit. The, the ones that I kind of ran into weren't custom and you kind of had to like do wiring and all that stuff. Well, I ended up coming across this one which had these slides. So it's like this, it's, it's battery, batteryized, battery active um cover you put the cover on these uh bolts or whatever and i think the bolts protected so people can't just come with a screwdriver and, and get your plate you know the cover off but what it does is uh when you step on the brake it actually lights up the top and the bottom bracket and so like it shines so people can see it and it's really cool uh i just ordered that i probably should get that either like tomorrow maybe wednesday um I think it was like about like 45, 48 bucks. So they're expensive. They're not cheap. So I told my, you know, I, it's, you know, I'm not going to get that for everyone's car. I figured what I would do is I'd get that from my car and then, um, get maybe like, you know, custom, you know, kind of spare 50 bucks or whatever, and just get like three covers for like my girlfriend, my mom and my dad. And maybe, I don't know, or maybe just save some money and get it in bulk at like a hundred a hundred, but like, I don't really want a hundred. I don't know what I'd do with a hundred, but, um, so like that was kind of, that's like one of the interesting things that I did, uh, over the weekend when I was thinking about like marketing and stuff like that, I'm trying to apply some money into marketing. Uh, the next thing I'll probably do is like door hangers, maybe through like Tyler Wheeler's company. Uh, that's something, that's something that's coming in. I'm just waiting on him to give me the map and then I'm going to order those door hangers. And then what I'll do is I'll, I'll start doing those for leads. Uh, it's called driving for dollars. So I'm going to drive around and I'm going to look for houses that look abandoned. Uh, they ha look like they need a lot of like fixing up. They have tarps on the roof, stuff like that, where I can call, I can look up, you know, through, through their address and look up their phone numbers and try to cold call them. Um, and I'll put, you know, start going around and put door hangers around different communities. But, um, so that's that, but I was trying to think what else, uh, I think that's basically it. I haven't really worked on the website too much. 
Um, I just, you know, I've been really focusing on stats. I really need to get this stats class in order. Uh, I've been kind of, I kind of feel like I'm behind on that. So, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta get my ass in gear, but you know, there's a, I guess the next thing that you guys should be looking out for too, which I'll do, I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'll, I'll give away that be obsessed or be average book, which uh, people, I'm sure someone would like that. It'll, it'll motivate you a lot. Whether you're in business here or not, it's just going to motivate you to be a better, better human being. But um, I don't know when I'm going to do that because I think the book is like 20 bucks, which I don't have a problem with the 20 bucks. It's really not the 20 bucks. It's just like the time to like go through it and get it, um, get it. And then I got to figure out the shipping. It's like I got to figure out the shipping cost for it and stuff like that. And like, I just got to figure out how I want to raffle it off. Like, do I just want to like, come on to a live stream and be like, all right, here's a book I'm going to raffle off for free, all paid for. Plus the shipping is all paid for. And then, you know, what, like, what do I do? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do I want to raffle that off? Do I want to just put like, all right, put like in the comments, <clears throat> put a comment on this video and I'll wait two weeks, you know, maybe a month or whatever. And I'll go through all the comments from like the past videos of live streams that I've been trying to raffle this off. And then do I just, write down names in a hat and then draft and draft them. Like I mean, it might be something that I do, but I, I don't really know yet. I, I just haven't had the time to like put all that stuff together yet in all honesty, but all right guys. Well, this one was really short. We're going on 38 minutes. Help me out with the wounded warriors charity, which is I'm trying to hit $10,000. <clears throat> uh, yeah, $10,000. <clears> it's a massive goal. I was at a thousand. Now we're at 10,000. So let me, you know, help me reach that. Sorry to Instagram. I kind of messed up. I didn't put the links in there. But all right, guys. Again, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, and I appreciate everyone that came on to this live stream today. Have a great rest of your Monday, and uh, wish me luck with stats because I'm going to be doing that all day, and um, I won't see you guys until Wednesday. So I've already, you know, I'm taking my test Wednesday. So wish me luck. Uh, wish everyone much love and success, and peace out.